Welcome to the Adu Show. If you are watching or streaming this episode, thank you so much for tuning in. I have an incredible show for you guys today. I got to say, I was excited to have this guy back on because his friend of mine was so surprisingly in my eyes. I wasn't surprised that he wanted to. Well, I wasn't I, I was I was surprised that he was wanting to come on the show again. Because to me, it was kind of like this thing of, oh, I look up to this public figure just in music as much respect as I have for him. I didn't want to waste any of his time or take it or take any of his time away. So I got him on, which I'm not going to say his name yet because then you'll know who this guest is now. This whole thing about artists coming together, and especially since you can perform again if you're an artist or a musician or whoever you are in entertainment, it really is just breathtaking and just a release because we all love performing live, especially. And I was just talking to one of my men, Gio, and he was literally going off in one of his concerts and he was just incredible, honestly, speechless. I saw that recap, and I was someone sent that to me, and I was like, "Bro, I gotta get on it. I hope and pray I can do some more live performances this year, and even more next year, also in the years to come." However, today I got one of my favorite people to come on the show, and he doesn't even know that because if I tell him, I'm gonna act like a little kid. My first guest is an. A- <laughs> My first guest an <laughs> My first guest is an artist, producer, creative sound engineer. He is the creator behind his label Ascending Kings and Queens. He has a new record that drops on Friday, August 20th titled No More Flowers for Remedy. His newest release with Alec titled Onda is available everywhere music is sold. Please welcome Jay Sanity. Sir, <laughs> what's up, bro? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Oh, it's man. good to be back, bro. Yeah, it's it's, back, I love bro. having you on, man. It's always a pleasure having you on, especially late at night. I've never, I don't really do shows late at night, but recently I have been. I might as well just change it to the tonight show. It's like, yeah. why not? <laughs> why not? It's just no more, cut, sure. cut all this daytime television type stuff out. For sure, bro. For sure. Nah, it's good to be back, though, bro. You interesting character. You are, bro. It's always fun. Always yeah. fun to go chop it up with you, bro. Yeah, that's what's up, man. And I know you are doing your thing, man. A lot of our connections are based in Maryland, and you and I just work with similar people and have convos with similar people, and it's incredible because we all just create from different platforms and different perspectives different perspectives and different elements of life and i gotta tell you man you've been doing it all however since you've been on the show it's been over a year bro i had you on when i first started the show my first couple of episodes i remember when i did yours yours was the shortest like i told you before we did the taping i don't know why yours was the shortest I don't understand why I did that. You know why? You know why I did that? Because I there was no structure to the show. I said, 
I'll do hour long shows right after I have made the decision to continue. I mean, look look to do at the you talk now, shows. bro. You got your, you got producers working on the show and everything. You got a team behind you, bro. You, it's all about going up, bro. Right, man. Up, yeah, man. It's a whole What's story. Up? It's a whole story, bro. It's incredible, and thank you so much, man. However, what's up with you? You've been doing so much, man, doing all this music. You're doing this music thing for real, though, and you just growing up. You're just this thing, just doing your thing, doing your mixtapes right before, which is my favorite record that you've done, Imperly, what is it called, Imperly Young? You did that record. Young, yeah. That's one of my favorite records you've done, honestly. And I ain't even lying about that. And I tell you, when I say I love an artist, I love an artist's music because I listen to every artist. I take a chance on them. And as soon as I find that one song or that one record, it's like instant homemade mac and cheese. I've been saying that for the last couple of episodes. It's like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know how else to describe it. However, that one song in the beginning, I'm telling you, it's really like on a whole nother level of hey, greatness. Bro, I really appreciate that because honestly, I'm not going to lie, bro. When I made Imperly Young, that was a, it was obviously a different time than what it is now, bro. It was 2018. I was hella young. You feel me? I was really young. I was just a kid, bro. And I was just doing what I love to do, which is make music. Back when I didn't have a phone, I didn't have equipment to record on. You know, all I had was like my my notepad, my little camera I used to make the music on, bro. It was just, it was just such a beautiful, like this is for me, this like Imperium has such like a, I don't know, it has like a hold on me. Like honestly, I right now, like in this moment, I think the project is horrible. Like it's really, it's not done good at all. But that I'm only saying that because like, if you listen to the stuff, that I'm making now, can you compare that? And for me, it's not, it's not the, it, it doesn't go up to the same standards, but the concept, yo, the concept, like I was just a kid and I was in, in my head thinking I was making like art. And I'm saying this because the uh, the release I got uh, this week, August 20th, I used the same, I, tr I tried to use the same mindset Um that I had for Imperial Young, just like kind of updating the setting I'm in now. You feel me? I'm not really a kid anymore. I'm 16. You feel me? I'm going up as an artist and as a person. You feel me? Having to go back to the roots, you always got to remember your roots. So me going back to the first, what I like to say, the first official project that I made, putting it in this one, you feel me? It's, I don't know, it's something beautiful about that, but, um, I actually did do a sequel, you know, uh, what the FS art of Imperial Young. I made an art part two on the project I have now. You feel me? So that all ties back. I don't know. I, I was really just trying to like gain back like a piece of my childhood that I that um that shaped my, my artistry right now. That's really what this uh this project is right now in terms of concept. I don't know. It's just something beautiful about. You being a kid and you being able to, you know, just create a body of art. It's an amazing thing, bro. Right. And you've started, like you said, from a really young age and built your way on up. And the thing about it is I don't want any artist, or especially you, man, uh, of this caliber and Lord knows where you're going to go from here 
to not be ashamed of the projects that have already been released, bro, because you can even remix them and you already know as an engineer, as an artist to make those songs and make those tracks sound better than what they were couple years ago and i'm telling you bro the people that you've worked with up to this date like you said it has improved your musicality and your skill literally it has progressed like crazy i'm telling you and even the connections that i have now i mean i hear stuff about you from specific people and they're all really good and i'm not saying that just to say that on camera let me tell you something i specifically say that because i know a lot of people do some shady things like off camera in the studio where there's nothing but creative minds and i don't want to be with some fool in the studio for like six to eight hours and we're just not vibing and you don't ever want to be in that uncomfortable position where you are working with somebody who you're just not vibing with or you present or or, or they pull up stuff from your past bro i mean you were something even before you put out the projects you have now like the one i'm about to go into right now which is you know this new record that's coming out on friday august 20th titled no more flowers for remedy i'm telling you bro i know nobody has heard the tracks i haven't heard the tracks at all but that's on a whole nother level and look <laughs> I, I i i don't i have all of them respect man because lord knows what you come out with i know you that. i know you did something back in 2020 i don't want to i don't want to i i i don't want to say this wrong it was something with essentials it was like a white cover you, um sanity essentials yeah sanity, sanity essentials, yeah. essentials. That was an incredible record as well. I listened to that. We, Appreciate that. we were you just Sanity Essentials. Uh, I'm gonna I'm tell you. I'm gonna tell you though. We were we were listening to the whole mixtape up the whole mixtape upstairs. Literally, me and my brother were like right before you came on. He was like, "Yo, you gotta like hop on this stuff." But go ahead, man. Hey, bro. Sanity Essentials is other than uh, what I'm releasing on Friday. I feel like that's my only ten out of ten record. Sanity Essentials. I made that record, the entire EP, like in a week. Quarantine, bro. I was we was just in the house. We was just every day we would make a song, bro. Every single day we make a couple songs, bro. You feel me? I made that joint in like a week, and I'm not even saying that to just like you feel me, like oh I make music fast because I'm a me personally I'm a fast worker. You feel me? Sometimes I. Sometimes I tend to like rush things, which is like a something I need to work on. I tend to rush things, and then I end up not liking it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the future, but sanity essentials, bro. I made sure every every song on that on that project was a banger. And not only that, sanity. It was the the first project I really started experimenting. Like this is the producer talking, experimenting differently. You feel me? What I wanted it, the project to sound like an R and B project, like two thousands R and B. That was the whole like the whole every sample I used on there was a two thousands R and B really inspired type thing. But I didn't want the content to be that. I wanted I wanted it to be real. I wanted it to be me. I mean, so that's why I'm rapping over these type of beats, and I just feel like I did it perfectly because it goes. The beat, every single beat on there, like, fits perfectly, goes, like, hand in hand. And then if you listen to what I'm saying, 
Yeah, you made me want to listen to that joint right now. <laughs> nah, man, and I believe everybody needs to at least go check out that whole record, man. If you guys haven't checked out that record, I know we're talking about something that I'm really not. Forget about what this, what's happening on here. Forget. I, I'm I. We're supposed to be doing the stuff on here. <laughs> Forget about what that's happening on there. Go get some Sanity Essentials. It's available everywhere. <laughs> but I do want to dive in, man. Since COVID has, I know COVID. COVID has literally brought everybody into this this mentality of not talking. You know, everybody's just doing their own thing, honestly, and everybody's minds is almost brainwashed, I want to say, just from all of this chaos. And I tell you, it's all for a purpose. You came out of it with an extraordinary amount of like music, you have a lot of tracks out. You just did a performance, man. You're going back to doing live shows now. You were just at Wisdom Court Summer Jam, man, back in July. How was that like? It was interesting. I'm not gonna lie. It was a cool performance. You feel me? I did that with the with the gang, ICBA, right? You feel me? It was just. Was that your first? Like, was that? Well, hold on. Was that your first show back? Um, nah. Nah. What second. was the first show you? What was the first show that you did? Right. Right after you got out of, like, more, well, at least most people got out of their houses and stuff. It was at the Baltimore Soundstage. That was, like, in, I'm trying to say May, I think, May. I did that with Incognito and, and ITD. Back that in May of this year? Of, yeah, Baltimore Soundstage. That was a minute ago, though. Right. And I, honestly, I'm not going to lie, that show was better than what we just did. Much better. All right, let's talk about Baltimore Center Soundstage. We're going to talk about this. <laughs> I mean, we, you got to keep in mind, it wasn't our set. We was just like a guest, like a guest, I think. So we had, we were only able to do two songs, like six, six minutes. That's how long we was up there. Two songs in six minutes. Y'all yeah. did a medley or something? What a guy. <laughs> 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 nah, bro. It wasn't. It wasn't like we didn't have a set. It was just like we was. You know, he just brought us up, like supportive. So it's picking the songs was hard, bro. We finally settled on there, bro. We was like, okay, we got the songs. We got to perform, like it's rolling loud or something. You know what I mean, that's what we did. I'm gonna send you the. I'm gonna actually send you the like a video clip, right? Because I didn't post those. I didn't post those because it was like, you feel know I me? Mean? For sure. I won't. I won't leak it out. I ain't gonna leak it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just that type, type nah, of dude. Yeah. Nah, bro. As far as the summer jam, though, we were the opener, so you know there wasn't a lot of heads paying attention to us because it was still kind of early. But yo, shout out my shout out my dude, A Ray, bro. He was performing with A Ray. He performed. That was his first show. He performed, oh really? Like, you would you would not be able to tell, bro. Oh wow, yeah, bro. <laughs> this is got my my uh uh-uh, uh my god man uh uh-uh. uh this ain't no bro this guy. When, listen bro if you seen the way he was performing bro if you seen the way he was it was his first show yo bro what's his, his name first show a red it's a red bro yo is he a- he's another creative he's a he's a producer artist he, he does it all just like me ten times better bro I want to go back to when you were talking about how you didn't have the materials and resources to actually make the records that you're making now because when I started the show I didn't have 
the resources or the actual materialistic things to do everything in. I think that's for any content creator, any artist, any creative, anybody who just works honestly. Rely on your creativity. I can watch a bad quality video with funny content. So that's what I mainly focused on with everything now because I've had a lot of people in the past have dropped me just because I didn't have the resources or the things to actually make a record. That stuff will come for me just to be real on the spectrum. When we make these records, we will make revenue and income and profit from that. Then we'll be able to get those things. However, we're not in a rush right now to get those things because for one, it's hard out here and you and I of all people know that because we came from just starting from our small little garage and we built up our, you know, like you, your label, my, our names, what we represent and from places where it's not always known. The thing about it is, man, and I was just thinking about this, Brent Fry is, well, I'm not mentioning no high school because I want anybody to... I don't want anybody knowing where my location is. Yo, they don't even, they don't need <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. So, <laughs> Brent, Brent Fryers, we know where, you know, we know where he came from. Was it, wait, is it, is it Brent Fryers? Am I saying the artist's name right? Yeah. I had a producer work with him, like, the first time he, like, came up straight out of the DMV. And of course, look at him now, honestly. However, from where he had started, I don't know anybody from the level he was on at the time way back, like a couple years ago. I never knew any artist who came up like that to where mm. like Brent is now. And that's Listen, just mad respect. Let me tell you something, bro. Brent, Brent Fire's story inspires me so much, bro. Like, I know we we trying to keep this on the down low, bro. But the place he came from, bro, you feel me? He got a lot of. Uh, I'm gonna just say, bro, my brother, <laughs> my brother, uh, my brother went to school with the dude, bro. He went to school with him, bro. I I'll never forget the first time I was listening. Uh, I heard no, it was Crew. I heard Crew on the radio for the first time, and I was like instantly fell in love with that song. I tried to find it. It took me hours, but I finally found the song. And I was, this was seventh grade, bro. I had gotten in trouble, so I got all my stuff taken. So I had to play it from the speakers, bro. Oh, and my gosh. From the speakers. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was listening. I was listening on the speakers. Wait, you were in seventh yeah, grade? Yeah. Oh, okay. When Keep I first going. Found out when I first heard it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so he, my brother came up, right? He heard me listening. He was like, you know, you know, um, the dude singing the hook. He went to, I went to high school with him. I was like, really, man? And he was telling me they used to freestyle in the cafeteria. You know what I mean? Brent Fires and my brother, they used to like, you know what I mean? They had like a little group. They used to you know I mean? do freestyle yeah. in the cafeteria. And he just blew up, bro. He really just blew up. And it's like, he from he from Columbia. I'm from Columbia, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of corny now. But back then I was like, huh, that's, that's some real, that's some real stuff that like, I could really get down with, bro. How you from the same area I'm from, and you blow up? Of course, I'm gonna be able to do that too, bro. And look at him now. Ruff Eyes is an independent artist, and he just did a song with Drake. The level I know. Him, I just it's crazy. If you I, I was gonna mention that. 
Yeah. It's just something about seeing um, the people, not even people you work with, just artists in general, just seeing them like, if you really rocking with artists and you, you watching them come up, you feel like a proud father, bro. Like, that's a beautiful thing right there. It's, it's really inspiring, bro. I get inspired so easily. It's crazy. There's an artist that is coming up right now. This guy is in the same area as we are. But this specific artist that I'll tell you after the show has a lot of potential. And at any given moment, he can blow up. So I'm keeping a really close connection. Because, <laughs> like, I don't want to miss. You never want to miss a moment. Yeah, as sure. corny and cliche as that sounds, the moment you like relationships are your greatest resources, but I don't want to just for you somebody. I at least want to have that dynamic relationship through convos, music, whatever it might be. You got to jump on that thing real quick. And I was just going to say this thing because I know we're running out of time, but I do want to tell you there's this other influencer and I'm not going to say his name either. There's this other influencer who he's from the DMV. <laughs> he's from the DMV. Hey, bro. <laughs> no, because I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this stuff. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this. Stuff. I'm trying to do the best I can. He's from the DMV. Dude, they don't know, bro. He went to a high school that you and I both know of, and he's one of the biggest influencers out now. You know what? I got a lot to say about artists in the DMV. I'm I I ain't sure if you notice, like if you really pay attention to like the way, just the way people in the DMV movement in general. Before we even talk about artists, there's a lot of hate. There's a, like a lot of hate going on here, bro. Mm. People see somebody succeeding, and they don't. They like it's a mixture of jealousy. I mean, they get mad. They don't want to support you, bro. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why a lot of people haven't blown up yet, and it's because we really don't support each other. I be talking, I be talking about this with uh, with my with my people all the time, bro. We just supported each other like one hand at a time, bro. We could we could be global, like we could really make like a family type thing, bro. If not family, then we could lift each other to like be individual ourselves bro the dmv is a small area I, like you said we know a lot of the you know, like in the same in the same groups we know a lot of the same people everybody knows like if you are an artist everybody knows and you like you actually got talent you like you out there bro they know that you make music bro yes they know that you make music they know that you with it they know that they just won't support you and they won't support you until they see you doing something they won't support you till you actually you actually blow up, you feel me? And if you walk into if you walk into a certain type of situation with that mentality, that's not going to nobody nowhere, bro. And that's one thing I hate about the DV because they notorious for that. You know what I mean, something I had to do with. I'm sure I'm sure you've had to do with it, bro. It's all love for me, bro. From AKQ, it's all love, bro. We just trying to when we make music uplift each other, but. You know how it is, but that's just that's just how it is. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to like point that out. The DMV. That's so. When whenever whenever an artist blows up from our area, it's like a it's a beautiful thing, bro. It is. It's and hard. It's hard to make it out low key. I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's not. It's not easy at all. And you just said it. You hit the marks. I don't want you to come on the show, bro, and be this fake, you know, type of person because I 
will tell the truth on this. Say this is the calling to the carpet. And I gotta say, when I started doing this music thing, and you're right, when you are doing this music thing, people won't say anything. You doing a whole record, they see this. How do you see something from here, but you they don't want even want to talk to you? They will not, bro. They will not acknowledge the fact that you're doing all these things until. No, let me rephrase. They will not acknowledge the fact that you're doing the things that you're doing with these people unless until you get in those shoes, until you are those people. You feel me? Right. You, like this cycle continues. And it's see crazy, the, bro. And the thing about it is, I don't want to get to that level where people like who are under us will be hard to reach us. See, that's the thing. Even now, as I'm building my name, and I know I'm building my name to a higher standard, and that's great and all. However, I want to be that different person, and I'm not saying this just to say it. I want somebody to screen record this, play this back to me. I'm telling you, the people who are coming up, and I'm trying to help as many people as possible. I'm trying to do as much networking. I have people working for me, doing networking that I can't even reach, and I want to talk to you personally. I don't want your resume. You don't need to do no interview. I just want to have some sort of conversation because that's key right there. I'm here for everybody. Ain't no like, ain't no shade about it. I don't care if you're. I don't care if you are in a different genre or a different setting. Like it's, it doesn't matter the genre, right? It's all music is a beautiful thing. Or right? you're or or you're just a different person. Like I've worked with two like yo, I got so many stories that I can't say all in all because this like I know I got limited of time. Hey, bro, listen, but this listen, you really just reminded you really just reminded me about now, you know, AKQ we like I'm sure you know LP, LP the rapper. They all from Atlanta. Alec and LP, they yeah. from Atlanta, bro. ATL in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. So it's it's all based it's all based in Atlanta and the DMV, right? Um Alec and LP, they they really close, you feel me? They went to Ron Clark Academy, uh, a very popular middle school down there. You feel me? It's a it's a, I believe it's a, I forget what it's called. What's that type of school called where it's like, where like really talented people? I'm trying to remember. But they went to that school, right? Yeah. I was on the phone with them, bro. We was over here joking around. They all casually, they like, oh yeah, you feel me? I'm at Oprah. I'm at Oprah. I was, I was on a phone call with Monica. You feel me? I was, <laughs> she, bro, they got, this, this dude, Alec, has a picture with us. He was on the rap game and he rapped over a Pharrell beat. I know he probably gonna get mad that I'm, I'm saying this, but I, <laughs> he needs a smile though. And listen, 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 here's the thing. I'm like, every time they mention it, every time the Atlanta dudes mention it, the DMV dudes be like, yo, y'all have all them connections on there. Y'all still ain't blown up. Y'all still, y'all, y'all see what we doing here, but we don't got no type of connection. We don't got nothing down here. But here's the thing though. The thing about people in the DMV or people in Atlanta, they, well, from what I've been seeing, the people that I'm fond of in Atlanta, they support each other to the fullest, which again is something that the DMV lacks. So even it's not, it's not so much about them having that much connections. It's more about what you, how do I phrase this? It's like relationships. When you have like. Yeah, yeah. When you have like a crab and a bucket mentality, it's not gonna get you nowhere. But because they like they support each other to the fullest, bro, they have so much potential to be up there. And I cannot wait until all of them blow up, bro. 
Really. Yeah. Is, is your people still in ATL or they're in the area where we're? Uh, at yeah, now? we haven't even met yet, bro. We haven't. Are even you serious? Really? Oh God. Oh my yeah. gosh! Wow. Once we're planning, we're planning like next summer because we probably all gonna be eighteen by now. We plan to like link up, but we haven't. It's all like online stuff. Twenty eighteen is when it all started, bro. The producer I worked with on No More Flowers for Mm Emily, he's actually from Italy. I found him on YouTube. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's something about working with people that who are not in your area. It just gives you a different perspective. Like, it does. Not anything music related. Like, it's just in general. And they're not fake. They're authentic to to their craft. It's on a whole nother level. But, like, it's just the fact that you didn't meet him in person. Like, it's just all right. Listen, I'm gonna talk about the internet. The internet is such a minus all the creepy, the creepy stuff. They want yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Is, thanks for pointing that out. The, the <laughs> internet is a beautiful place, bro. Minus all the other stuff, bro. Look how just look how everything with um with uh LP and NFL, bro. You, I met, I found out about LP because I seen her comment on a on a YouTube video. She commented on a YouTube video I went to her page And I really messed with her music So I DM her The rest is history Just that Just you like Having that DM Sent to somebody Can start something so big I know This artist This artist um, His name is Dan Average He's from Germany He's actually been following me For a cool minute It wasn't until um, When I started working on Platinum Dreams Which we are We all talked about that Last time I was out here Yes um, my computer. I was going through some issues with my computer, and I wasn't able to mix. I wasn't able to record the way I wanted to. I posted on my story. I need somebody to mix. He was the first and only person to hit me up, bro. He was mixing my. He was mixing play. He makes half the platinum drinks for free. Oh my gosh! After um, I was able to uh, get back in my stuff. We we actually have a song out. We have a song called Two Seater. That whole project. I'm about to put you on. Listen to Dan Average project. It's called Tilt, bro. It's a beautiful project. And I personally feel like nobody, like, maybe, like, in America, before we talk about the BMW, could, like, just make that type of, yeah. type of sound he has. Bro. That material is almost significant. See, I got a big mind. As people like to say, think in reality, like, let's be real here. Yeah, I, I can be, yeah. I, as, as many times as I've heard that, let's be real here. I'm one of those people where I am just very extraordinary. I'm an extraordinary thinker. If it's anything that, like, just being the artist in general has taught me, don't think too hard, bro. Don't think too hard. Mm-hmm. Once you start thinking too hard, you start second-guessing. You start underestimating yourself, and that's going to push you behind, bro. To any any upcoming artist, bro, please don't think too hard about it, bro. Just focus on right now. And if you want to focus on the future, don't. Don't expand for a goal that's like it's always good to have goals, but don't um don't try to limit yourself like okay, I need this by that or that if you don't have like the uh materials and the equipment because that's just gonna push you behind her. Think about start small, always start small before you get you um get bigger, bro. That's one thing that uh, I've learned. I used to be low key, I used to be the same way thinking about I remember when I was in like fourth or fifth grade, I told myself by the time I'm what fourteen, I'm a I'm gonna be established. I'm gonna be, I'm a, I had to blow up by then. Where am I now? 
I'm, I'm 16 right now. <laughs> I'm 16 right now. I'm still in a, I'm barely in the same place. Yeah. But it all takes time, bro. We all going, we all going to go up there, bro. All of us. You can't, not even just, that's just anything in life. You can't think, okay, why am I still here? You got to, you got to think about, all right, I'm still, I'm, all right, I'm a high, I haven't blown up yet, right? But I was, I'm in a higher place than I was and I was yesterday. Right. Really? I'm not saying you got to be positive every day because not everybody is able to be like, today's going to be a great day. You know, not everybody is like yes, that. Not every, you are, if you are a human, you definitely not able to do that, bro. Right. Like, you got to think of the principle, yo. If you sit down thinking, this is just a life advice. If you sit down, like, thinking, why is my life like this? Why are you feeling me? Why haven't that's not going to do anything for you. That's going to push you behind. You got to think about what you have and you got to use what you have to get more of the stuff you have. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> right, 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 Because right. Yeah. life, I feel like life is a beautiful thing, bro. Music is a beautiful thing, bro. For me personally, I know what I want for myself. I know what I want for my future. It's just a process of getting to all that, bro. You feel me? So it's always, it's always the next level for me, bro. It's not that now. I'm always just focusing on what I have right now, or at least I try to. Because yeah, I, everybody's had them off days where it's like, yeah, I haven't blown up yet. I'm still, I'm still like a kid. I'm gonna grow. Everybody's had that, bro. Everybody can say that, can say that they had that, but it's just a matter of like what you gonna do after that. Yeah, so you have this new release with. Alec titled Onda, which is available now. Where did this name for this track come from? Okay, so <laughs> this guy's like, okay, <laughs> I gotta explain this. No, <laughs> oh, you funny, bro. You funny. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I ain't taking no more airtime. Go ahead. If you do not talk, I'm gonna start talking. Talk about Honda. <laughs> talk talk yeah, about Honda. Honda was a uh, Honda um, is actually wave in Spanish, and the word wave, me and wave have a history, bro. I used to when I was uh, I'm talking like in fairly young time. Oh, wow. I used to say the phrase. I used to be really bad at rapping. I'm sorry. I used to use recycle bars. One of them was they ride in my wave like, every day. I used to say that a lot, but. For this one, I kind of like I said before, I wanted to go back to the um, to the like the baseline of the old days. So I was like, why not like put my own little twist on it now? So Onda is actually the lead single of No More Flowers for Me. Um, produced by um the uh, his name is Bestiama, I believe. Produced by the Italian producer I was telling you about. I actually feel like that's one of the best songs on the project. Personally. Me and Alec, Alec is another talented artist, but we were just spitting straight bars on it, and that was the point. And it's a beautiful um, thing that we created, so I'm look, I'm really looking forward to the project dropping. That's incredible, man. And the project is titled No More Flowers for Remedy. It does come out Friday, August 20th. What was the whole concept behind that whole project? Man, it's a big concept behind that project. Basically, the name No More Flowers for Remedy is really just what I noticed, how people treat me. After I dropped Sanity Essentials last year, the support that like my 
mainly on Instagram, the support kind of like died down for me, bro. You feel me? It's just people really only like I was saying before, they only support when you you see you doing something. If you promoting your song, they're not gonna do nothing. The whole project is basically me venting. Um, I talk a lot. It's just like scattered thoughts, almost all relating to how I feel like I don't get the flowers I deserve. So, um, I was just delivering my best bars on there, to be honest. The concept kind of came while I was doing that. That's why I feel like it's just raw, it's authentic, because I didn't even have the idea. It just all came at me, bro, from Sanity Essentials, me looking at, okay, right. How I feel like, I, what I feel like the support kind of died down to um to what me looking for the producers on YouTube like all the all of the elements just came together so beautifully it took uh seven months to make seven eight months I started working around December January I finished last month was it last month it was a cool minute ago so it was a really it was a really big process and I feel like I made something beautiful. I like we made something beautiful. This is my first time actually working with another producer, like on a full project too. That's another thing. I was doing everything differently for this one. For me, I invested a lot of money into it. I um, I was just doing different things. I paid for the cover. It's just, I'm just trying to elevate myself, like try new things. That's what the whole thing is about, bro. And hopefully I actually get my flowers at this one. <laughs> the way you touch music and create your signature is always recognized from a musical standpoint and is respected by yours truly always. Your artistry is on another level and it's not always seen, which is the thing. And this is why I have this show. Because the moment this show started popping, I was like, okay, let me grab the artists that really deserve respect. The people that I bring on this show are not the only ones that I'm looking at right now. There are so many people that I have not reached yet. We didn't even know how fast the responses were going to be. And sometimes I'm like, dude, I just don't feel like doing this anymore. And that's the one thing. You just don't ever want to let your guard down. You just don't want to drop the mic. Thanks for stopping by the show. You know, you're always welcome to come on anytime. I appreciate you for having me, bro. Good talk. His new release with Alec titled Onda is available everywhere. Music is sold. Make sure to check out No More Flowers for Remedy on Friday, August 20th. Jay Sanity, everybody. There's more of their do show after this. Stick around. <laughs> Yeah. 
Welcome back to the Do Show. My next guest is an artist, creative producer, and engineer. His newest release titled Jealousy is available everywhere music is sold. Help me welcome to the show, Camo, everybody. What's up? What's up, man? You got up so early to do this tape, and I ain't never do this tape in this early since the Netherlands one. What's up with you? You've been doing so much. I know you've been running around. You were just saying before we started taping the show that you have been just all over the place, more than music, more than playing and arranging and producing and traveling. You've been doing so much more than that, and you probably are going to just even just evolve in this multi-talented traveling type of moving i don't yeah. know what type of word i should use because you just full of like a lot of things man you, you've been doing this thing for a while i can tell because your piano playing is like insane like i told you before <laughs> you you were playing in one of my favorite keys from your new song jealousy you're playing that song Hands down, I was just like, this guy knows how to take his own song and make it even better. The arrangement of when you did it on the Instagram reels, I was just like, sheesh. You're you're very unique in your own song, man, and I love it. Now, you are active on social media a lot, man. What keeps you inspired to post content on your feed? I, I used to be much more active than I am now. Um... And so I think um, for a long time, like, I just, you know, you, you see these, like, social media gurus that are talking all the time about how you need to be posting, like, once a day, and you need to be sharing all this kind of content, 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 content. Um, and so I think, um, and not that it's a bad thing that anyone is putting out content. I think it's an awesome thing in and of itself that people would share their art and share their music and all that stuff. Um, but I think I kind of fed into um the just like the, again the social media marketing thing and how i need to be posting content all the time which to an extent is true i think um if you want to be a music artist you have to expose people to what you're doing um the last thing i'm gonna do if i see somebody's instagram and i see that they have four posts is go click on the link in their bio and go listen to music that's just like that's just not the two don't equate um so um, I think a part of it was just I wanted to expose people to more of my music, um, expose people um, more to just what I'm doing. Um, but I actually recently um, had been off Instagram for about four months total. Um, and so that first month of the four months, I had my friend posting for me while I was off. Uh, and so then I stopped posting altogether uh, in large part because I went on a mission trip. Um, I saw that it's it was like Coase Coasaic Coasic yeah. yeah I don't know Kosek. how Coasic now you're good K O S O V O Kosovo Kosovo uh, see yeah. I can at least pronounce something correctly I didn't even most people don't even know it exists I didn't know it existed until I found out that I was going there a few months ago um but um yeah so I went there and I decided all together I'm just not going to be on social media. Um, for more reasons than just the mission trip, I just find that like, I don't know, and I'm a Christian. Um, I find that my relationship with Jesus is just what much better and much more in a healthy state of being when I'm not on social media. I haven't been on Instagram very much. And in fact, it's kind of hard. I'll be honest. It's kind of hard coming back and, um, like trying to get back into the flow of it. And, 
um, like care very much because once you're off of it, you get used to being off of it, um, which I encourage anyone like take a social media break if you need to. It's um, a detox, bro. I tell you, I it, did that it, for like three, four months just to work on one record and it helped. Yeah, it actually it's, did. It's it's incredible. And you realize like how much your relationships around you that are real actually matter and how much now like I'm kind of indifferent towards Instagram just because like I don't really care about sharing with people what's going on in my life. Like I, I and that kind of sounds like harsh. Like I just don't feel like people the you know the strangers on my instagram and people that don't really know me or really don't uh have a relationship with me like i don't really feel like they need to know my everyday life um so uh, i'm just i'm kind of like settling back into it and but yeah that's incredible bro and you don't have to always feel the need to, to post i know you probably already know that However, yeah. that thing, bro, of being constant, active, I should say, all the time is on a whole nother level today. It's like we almost have to be active just to keep you guys entertained because that's where our audience is mostly now. And mm-hmm. it's good to take a detox, bro, because it really did me well. I am one to testify on that one, brother. Now, yeah. <laughs> one of your recent projects titled Valentine's Acoustic Sessions Volume 2 has been compiled into playlists, behind-the-scene footage, and more. I've seen that on the gram, bro. You literally are just on your grind with telling people the whole process and the concept <laughs> behind everything. I was like, my gosh, he's doing better than I would do on some of my records. <laughs> you just doing it all, yeah. bro. I just really love it. I love your consistency. You. Now, what was the significance behind these recordings that you did for Valentine's acoustic sessions? <laughs> Um, basically I, you know, um, I write love songs, um, and I write like romantic songs. Um, and sometimes they are about, I, I don't know if I should be saying this. Um, <laughs> we can just, we can uh, edit it out. Dave and Busters. No, it's okay. It's all right. It's, I'm just, I'm just revealing my, my little artist secret. Um, so, um, sometimes they are about like specific women, um, and girls that like, I just have feelings for or whatever. Uh, and so sometimes um, I don't like always want to put the song out like right after I had the experience. Sometimes I want to wait and digest the experience. Um, but and then also for this, for the sake of like not having to deal with the, oh, like, hey, I wrote a song about you kind of thing. Like, you know, in, in that situation. So what I do is I purposefully wait until like, I don't know, like at least like half a year after I write the song in the situation to put it out. So basically what that results in is um, me having these Valentine's acoustic sessions where I choose one specific part of the year to kind of dump all of my intimate romantic songs into one day. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, I did that. And so I say all of them, there was only two the first year and there's only been, there was only three this year. and so two, um, the first two, uh, um, one was about a girl and then one was just an imaginary fictional idea, which most of, I feel like most artists when they're writing songs, like they're not always writing about like a girl. Sometimes they are fictional ideas. Um, and so um, I put out those two songs and 
uh, they kind of like took off um, a lot more than I thought they would. Like people uh, around campus and just like my close friends, like they loved them a lot more than they, they just like my few other recent songs that I put out. And I think I know why. I think it's just because acoustic music is very um, general. It's very digestible. Like people will listen, people all the time listen to acoustic music. Um, you know, um, you know, you put out an uh, original version and then you put out an acoustic version and some people are like, you, I love the acoustic version more. And that's like, ah, oh, that's cool. Um, and so I'm also inspired by other artists who do that kind of thing. Like John Bellion's my favorite artist of all time. And he puts out acoustic music all the time. And I'm like, man, I want to do that kind of thing. Um, so I would put out, I, I decided to do it and like go through with the whole strings thing. Cause that was something I was experimenting with. Uh, you did an incredible to- job. Just kudos to you, bro. I'm just saying that because I saw that all in that one room, this guy had a whole string section in his room. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dang. I yeah. haven't even and touched that yeah. type of it's like a small, instrument no, yet. Sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. I was just going to say a small word on that. Like, I feel like anyone can, if you know music theory even the slightest, like anyone can do strings. You don't need to be a strings instrument player or like again a strings guru to like know how to do it i feel like if you it's just it's it's just like a practice um you have to know a few things about like the instrument and how it works but um so yeah it's a cool thing but um anyways uh yeah so i was just experimenting with that and so the first time i did bounce acoustic acoustic session it took off and so it just it happened to be that the second time i just wanted to do it again because i was like man like that really did so well and i feel like i have better songs this year um so i might as well do it again and i did it again and it was a really really cool experience there's there is nothing um like being able to collaborate with other people and their gifts and their instruments most of what i do with my music is by myself or with one or two other people but to collaborate with four singers, four strings players, an audio engineer, and more. Like, it was just an incredible gift. Um, and going to a school with really talented musicians is a gift in and of itself as well, because it's really not that hard to outsource um, if you are if you're just consistent with being friendly to people and making relationships with them. Let's talk about this newest release you got out now titled Jealousy. Before we even talk about that, I want to show them the video that I love because I talked about that. I should have I should have showed it when we started when we started taping. Here's a snippet of KMO, one of my favorite videos of him playing Jealousy, <laughs> one of his originals. Check it out. Please don't tell me we can just be friends This conversation by me And all the things we do The things that we hear about was Kmo and his new single titled Jealousy that he just released. What was the concept behind this recording? Sometimes like I don't always, you know, the conventional way to like make a song and finish it is usually to start with songwriting, um, produce it, mix it, master it, and then release it. Right? The normal um, way. Yeah, the normal way. Um, but sometimes like I'm not, I'm more music oriented than I am like lyrical oriented. So 
Um, sometimes I start like an instrumental and I'm like, man, I really, really like this. And then I'll write to it. Um, once I fit, once, once I build it out a little bit more. So, um, this song started, I started making this song back in April of 2020 in the middle of the pandemic when, like when things first started going wrong. Um, and, uh, he said when things first started going wrong. I've never, oh, anybody, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I never, nobody on my show has worded it that way. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I was like, it's, yeah, since it's, things it's, going, since, oh, I'm sorry. Why yeah, am I making no, that's, it? That's when things yeah, started yeah. going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when things started going wrong. I love it. Go ahead. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, I try to be honest. People are, people are too, uh, they use too many euphemisms with this pandemic. They're like, yeah, pandemic, you know, it happened. it's like, no, this has been a terrible thing. Yeah, it's uh, been so. one crazy year, honestly. One crazy, not even a year. It's been one crazy experience. Yeah, I started the song uh, back in April during that time. And I just started with like the chorus, the, the like the beat drop, the boom. Um, That's all you had. That part. That's all I had, and then I built it out a little bit more, like a few months later, uh, and then I started writing to it. So I didn't, you know, um, that song is again like about someone, um, but I, I that's why I hold out because I I talked to like multiple girls last year, so like <laughs> hopefully, uh-huh, uh-huh. Ho- hopefully there's not like there's not like you know a guess, but. Um, <laughs> I, it's just you know it's why I, I avoid my personal troubles with this kind of thing it personal. really is just music <laughs> like, yeah it's not, it really is uh, honestly it shouldn't be taken too literal too seriously yeah it's just yeah. art put in yeah, so, to an album that or yeah. or a record or any type of project that shouldn't be always be tailored to just one individual unless specifics are mentioned yeah, so... Um, <laughs> <ahead>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but that's how I started. I started with the instrumental, and then I started writing lyrics, and uh, it just kind of flowed from there. Um, nothing too profound. Yeah, you're doing your thing, bro. My buddy George, I gotta give props to him, because uh, his name is George Cruz. He, um, I just asked him to kind of, like, play on it. It's, it's one of those songs where I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to take this to the home stretch. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this, like, by myself. So I just asked George to kind of play keys and, and bass on it, and he, like, killed it. He, like, he kind of gave the song more of its DNA, so to speak. Um, so uh, he got producer credits because he's, he's incredible. But, yeah. You have been incredible, bro. Thanks for stopping by the show. You know Sony Hudson? Yeah, that's Sonny. That's my guy. The Beat Banks. Yeah, he's he's awesome, bro. He's they're killing it over there. His newest release titled Jealousy is available now everywhere music is sold. <laughs> Kmo everybody. That's all the time that I have for today. If you would like to view clips from today's show, head on over to my YouTube channel Adu for more exclusive content. That's me. I do. <laughs> also, if you want to stream full episodes of this show, you can since the show is on all streaming platforms, which are available for download on the Google Play Store and App Store. And finally, make sure to tune in to the Do Show every day, only on YouTube.com and on all other streaming platforms available.
I did that all in one take. I usually mess up. That was all God. <laughs> Stay cool. Live life until next time.